Next on BYU Sports Nation, day two at the West Coast Conference version of March Madness. Does BYU men's basketball now have a favorable route to championship Tuesday? Dave Rose joins us to discuss the keys to victory against San Diego and the successful campaign thus far to get Dave Rose the Infinity Coaches Challenge Championship. Let's go. Plus, game day for BYU baseball, gymnastics, and the picture that will have you all feeling better about BYU football. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now, from the Orleans Arena at the 2018 Gorilla Glue West Coast Conference Basketball Championships, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. The party's here on the west side, folks. BYU Sports Nation live from Las Vegas, your day-to-day play-by-play, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Hope you're enjoying your Friday, March 2nd, wherever and however you are joining us. Here sitting live in the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas, it's great to have you with us at the West Coast Conference Basketball Championships. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with the spokesperson for Gorilla Glue, Jerem Jordan. Just happy to have everybody at our uh, tournament here this week, the Gonzaga Invitational. Sponsored by Gorilla Glue? Yes, uh, presented by Gorilla Glue. Today is the day where the Gonzaga fans invade, and I use that specific word, the Orleans Arena. So yesterday we comfortably did our thing, ate dinner in peace, you know, between sessions. Today it's not going to be so peaceful. There's going to be a lot of red and a lot of blue, and it's hard to know which is which because St. Mary's and Gonzaga share those two colors. But all the Gonzaga fans descend upon this tournament, and they do a tremendous job of showing up. It's incredible. We survived the first day. Unfortunately, the women's basketball team for BYU did not. That was a bummer. Spring break for everyone in Spokane. What is a spring break, asks the BYU students. (laughs) Oh, it's that one day we get? Great mysteries of our time. Yeah. While you ponder that. There's a lot of reasons for that, but we don't have time. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Day number dose of the West Coast Conference Basketball Championships in Las Vegas, Nevada. And after last night, Jerem, only one BYU team remains. The BYU women suffering their first ever first-round loss in the WCC tournament. That considered, does it make you more nervous for the BYU men's game tomorrow, coincidentally, against San Diego? No, it has nothing to do with it. I'm not nervous about tomorrow's game at all. The Lamont Smith news made me less nervous for BYU because San Diego's having to deal with not having their head coach, the distraction that is, everything that comes with that. Now BYU men can rally. I, I, we're going to talk to Dave Rose later, but Dave Rose Tuesday night defended his team's effort, his team's heart. I feel like um, that defense can turn into a good defense for BYU. I think BYU's motivated. I think they feel like they have something to prove, and I'm excited to watch the Cougars tomorrow take on San Diego. I, th- I think that this team is better suited to compete against this San Diego team than they were two weeks prior when they lost. I think BYU has something to prove at this tournament. As hard as it was to watch the BYU women bow out of the first round and see tears and emotion and just... And they're probably not going to... The- WNIT, but yeah, the, the realization—I I, I don't think they will—that postseason play is probably not out there for them. That was tough, and to see Jeff Judkins get emotional—not uh, easy. Now, it doesn't affect BYU men's basketball per se, but I kind of just put my tokens in a bag that BYU would have a team going through the weekend, right? And so now there's more riding on the game. 
emotionally for the fans because you want to have a team survive the weekend. It just makes things way more interesting, right? Uh, yeah, because we're here the whole time. But as far as being <laughs> more lot nervous, I don't know that I'm more nervous for the men's basketball game per se, yeah. but I'm kind of nervous for BYU fans because I want them to be engaged through the weekend. And to do that, BYU's men's basketball team where it has been so consistently the women's team that's been a lock to get through the weekend. Yes. Now they kind of are the team. They're the last hope, right? So there's, there, is, there are some nerves. They're the last Jedi? What? For BYU fans. Yes, BYU basketball, the last Jedi of the West Coast Conference basketball tournament. Let's hope, let's hope that the tournament turns out better than that movie. Yeah, that's right, R2. Spencer, the Cougars' potential path to the Tuesday night title game is through San Diego. Then if all plays out like we think St. Mary's and Gonzaga, right? Is this the best path for BYU to get to the championship game? Right now, I would rather play St. Mary's than Gonzaga in the semifinals. There is no good path to the championship. Amen. Again, I brought up the reference of, do you want to go through that thicket of briars, or do you want to walk through the quicksand over here? Your choice. Yeah, uh, neither, please. Both Alex are difficult. 200. Both are improbable. But I think that right now, BYU as the three seed, most likely facing St. Mary's, is the most favorable path to Championship Tuesday because it means you don't have to play Gonzaga until Tuesday. To be on the opposite side of the bracket. Our rhetoric has changed the last two weeks. It absolutely has. Totally, right? Because the teams have taken different paths. Speaking of St. Mary's and Gonzaga, the Gale showed some weaknesses. They lost to San Francisco. They finished in second again, whereas Gonzaga has seemingly gotten better and better and better, and they won the regular season championship again. So, yeah, right now it's shaping out that the Gales are a better matchup than Gonzaga. And as you said, two weeks ago, I'd have laughed in your face if you told in me fact, that. In fact, a week ago, because it was less than a week ago BYU played Gonzaga. It was <laughs> six days ago. You know what I mean? Eight days ago. BYU needs to beat San Diego and then see what happens on Monday against St. Mary's. St. Mary's and BYU, the game that BYU, BYU's best game of the season was against Utah Valley. That was fantastic. I would argue that potentially the second best game BYU played was against St. Mary's at home, where the Cougars have a final possession to beat St. Mary's. Game-winning shot. A game-winning shot didn't opportunity. Go didn't go in. If that goes in, that's a huge win, right? Can BYU play that game on Monday should they beat San Diego? That is the question. It was two months ago. BYU's evolved. So is St. Mary's. But I'm hoping that BYU can rekindle that same effort and execution from that game, December 28th or 30th. 30th, I think. Double team the jock, okay? Just get there. Can you just say jock? <laughs> Am I the only one who feels that way? <laughs> Jerem, BYU Athletic Director Tom Holmo told us yesterday on BYU Sports Nation the offseason changes for BYU football have, quote, invigorated him. Mm. Spring football opens on Monday. What one word describes your emotions as the 2018 spring football season begins. First, let me present this. Spring football is one of the most popular sports at BYU. There's football, there's men's hoops, there's fall camp, there's spring ball. It's so in the, the fourth it's most in popular? The, it's in the top four. Curious is the word for me. What kind of offense will BYU run? We don't know right now. New offensive coordinator Jeff Grimes, new offensive staff. Curious. How will the safeties look now with Preston Hadley? How will the defensive line or the linebackers look with Ed Lamb as the coach? Who's the quarterback? Tanner Mangum's not healthy enough yet at quarterback. 
More on Bo Hodge in a sec. Oh, oh my goodness. Is Bo Hodge the guy? Is Joe Critchlow the guy? Is the newcomer the guy? I'm curious. I'm glad you chose that word because it relates in a way to mine. Mystery. So many question marks out there along the same line of thinking that you have. You just don't know. I mean, when you have seven quarterbacks and soon to be eight in the room, and not all of them are going to be competing in spring ball, but maybe there's a leader in the clubhouse there, and that's the question of the offseason. How many reps can you get eight dudes? You can't. Who will be the BYU football quarterback? That is the question of the offseason. Yes. And what offense is BYU running? How will it look? Those are my questions. You choose curious. I go with mystery. But there is one fact that remains, Jerem, and that is the countdown to the Wildcats. Countdown to the Wildcats. 183, 183 days away from the season opener against the University of Arizona. That is a fact. No question about that. Yeah, I did it because we haven't done it in a while, so yeah, okay. Spencer, the NFL scouting combine is underway in Indianapolis. Oh, let's go. Fred Warner uh, Warner will be measured today, do the bench press Saturday, on field Sunday. What can Warner do to impress the NFL scouts? I don't know that there's much that he can do that he hasn't already done other than improve his 40 time officially. I think that... To what? <sighs> Where does he need to be? Four, I'm thinking 4-5-ish. Yeah, four, low 4-5s. Five, low That'd be good for his position. Don't be 4-6 plus. No. Be lower. Yeah, yeah, if, yeah. He can, four, if he can be somewhere in the 4-5 range, I think that's a really good number. That's and, fine. And yeah. he's been doing that. Yeah. He's been hitting that number. He's quick. So, so I expect that to just happen. Uh, his vertical jump's not going to go anywhere. Like, he's been working a lot on that with his specific training program. Like, why would all of a sudden he jump, like, two inches lower at the combine? Like, that's, that's a slow build. And he's been putting up good numbers. So I don't Are know. Are they playing with basketball hoops in football now? Like, what's. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. It was 38, not 40. I don't know if we could take this guy in the third round. Yeah, I just. I don't know that there's much that he can do that haven't, hasn't already been measured. Like, the numbers are out there. You just go out and do what you've been doing on a daily basis in your training program, and, and I think you'll be good. And Pro Day is 28 days away. So, whatever he does at the combine, hopefully he does well, but hopefully he can do even better Maybe at Maybe he won't need to do a lot at BYU's Pro Day because if your numbers are good at the combine, you can kind of like. Pull back Is a he bit. that big of a deal to where he could uh, pass out? I'm not quite sure. Spencer, BYU football day happened Wednesday. Oh, the photo day? Yeah, the photo day. BYU football day, every day is football day. <laughs> it gave us this glorious photo of oiled-up, muscly quarterback Bo Hodge. Whoa. What's your reaction to this photo? Bo Whoa. Hodge. There he is. Now that's the <laughs> Bo Hodge that Brady Papinga was introducing on signing day. That's what he had envisioned, I'm sure. Uh, my first reaction is, is he bigger than Taysom Hill? How dare you even think that? I don't feel intimidated. Uh, you might after this. There's a lot of coconut oil there. Uh, that's my first reaction. The vein in his left arm a lot is of going to explode. Is he getting explode. a massage right after this? The vein in his left arm will explode in approximately three seconds after that photo was taken. That, that's quite the photo. Bo Hodge. My expression is, is what Bo I think of when I see the, the photo. Do people still have screensavers? Or is it like, this is the wallpaper on my phone? Is that more likely to happen? Yeah. They're going to build an entire campaign of they photos should. and advertising around that picture. That's incredible. Hopefully he can run and pass as well. But yeah, the, the, the photo <laughs> is incredible of Bo Hodge. 
All the single ladies. Is he a larger man than Taysom Hill was at BYU? Like that, I can't be believe we're beat, dude. I can't believe we're asking that. That's like, is there someone better than Thor? Captain America? Is it is this is he the Thor to Taysom's Captain America? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe so. Our question of the day. Are you more excited for BYU in the West Coast Conference basketball tournament or BYU spring football opening on Monday? The two major sports. Tell us what you think and why. At Newman BYU, spring football, the Kool-Aid will flow freely for the next several months. We'll get to that. At Shea Lawrence C answers, living in the moment. In March, I only have eyes for basketball. I'm excited for any basketball tournament. West Coast Conference, NCAA, NIT, church ball, doesn't matter. Come on, not even I'm excited for church ball. Hashtag BYUSN. Tell us what you think. (laughs) Coming up, Steve Cleveland tells us why the Cougars will tame the Toreros tomorrow night. And the head coach of BYU basketball, Dave Rose, joins us on set. Game day for him tomorrow. He's in the final four of the Infinity Coaches Charity Challenge. Yes. And getting his Cougars ready for tomorrow. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Watch and listen to BYU versus San Diego in the men's quarterfinals tomorrow at 4 Eastern on BYU TV and BYU Radio with pregame on the radio starting at 3 tomorrow. Welcome back to Las Vegas. BYU Sports Nation nationally simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Conversation rolling right now on Twitter. Follow at BYU Sports Nation, hashtag BYUSN whenever you feel like joining the conversation. Our question of the day. Are you more excited for BYU basketball in the West Coast Conference Tournament? Or are you a football junkie and we'll you're ready for spring that. football on Monday? We're at the tournament. Why? I know how you feel Come and on. I know how I feel. Yes, we're here. We're in the moment. Let's go. But we have to respect that some people are football junkies. At BYU to the Swamp says West Coast Conference Tournament. Yes. Because there are actual games yes. with an actual score going on. We're talking about practice. Not talking about practice. Yes. Hashtag the answer. Not a game. Not a game. We're okay. Oh, practice. and we have a response about the Bo Hodge oh, picture. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Read this. Is there a date on this picture? Is this his off-season gym work and was taken in the last week? Or has he been that big all along and I was missing something? He looks great and clearly cares more than QB1 last year. <laughs> Wow, that's a diss. Uh, but and we let that pass the goalie. Oh man, that was taken Wednesday, by the way. Wednesday. Yeah, we'll get more. We'll have more from the picture of Bo Hodge in just a bit. Right now, we like to welcome on the head coach of BYU basketball, Dave Rose, University of Houston alum, a man that actually made short shorts cool once upon a time. Although they wouldn't be uh, honor code compliant now, Coach. Welcome, up, Dave, to the Orleans. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. Oh, hey, well. Uh, you know what? I need to vote today. You know. Oh yes, you, you, you get, do. You in? This is a. Uh, oh, on the Infinity Coach. Yeah. Coaches. Yes. So I go to my app, flip this thing up. There I am. Is vote. it weird to vote on a picture? Of, yeah, it's kind of weird. The whole thing's kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> and it said thank you. But there you go. I mean, it took me what five seconds. Well, and, and hopefully everybody will get that app yeah. loaded on their on their phone, and they can hit that thing. That's one of three or four ways that you can actually vote. But uh, so InfinityTimeOut.com. Yeah. That's the website. We're uh, download the app. Yeah, we're doing pretty well right now, and and a hundred thousand dollars for the the Simmons Center is the goal. First time that you've been in the final four. That was a fifteen thousand dollar bonus after you made it into the final two weeks. As of this morning, I believe you have a six percent lead on the it rest of the course. You're in first place, so it's it's widening. Let's let's widen it some more. There, there is. It's an unbelievable team we have. We met Monday. 
in the annex in our war room and had to bring in extra chairs. We've got a whole group of people that are reaching out to so many people, and uh, it, it's amazing. And we, we had uh, some help from the NBA yesterday with Donovan Mitchell uh, tweeting for us. Uh, Tim Lacombe helped us with that, and uh, Danny Ainge is, uh, is on it with his, uh, his Twitter followers. So, uh, and that's an easy one. You just have to retweet the, the, the tweet, and I don't know anything about it, but the, the, when, if you get it and you're on the Twitter, then we retweet it. And hey. Are you on Twitter? Will this get you Twitter. on Twitter? I'm on Instagram. I know you're on yes. Instagram. Yep. I can't tell if it's you or Cheryl no, it's looking me. at my Insta story. No, Are I, you looking at my Insta story? I saw you go to Viva Chicken. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. yeah, dude. That's one of the best places in St. It's so good. Yeah, it's really good. The place yeah. is really good. Trying to get one to come to Provo. The green beans and the sweet potato fries. We looked on. We looked the on rice. some rest. Yeah, we looked on some re- restaurant app or something. It was like the green beans are amazing. We're like, we're not going there for the green beans, but yeah. we got them. We're like, oh, they are amazing. Yeah, yeah. let's go. And so's the chicken. Actually. And so's the chicken yeah. at Viva Chicken. Dave Rose, the head coach of BYU basketball, with us into the Infinity Coaches Charity Challenge Final Four. You can vote through Selection Sunday. I think the early part of the day. Yep. Just vote a bunch. Nine that's, days. That's the period. Nine okay. days left. It, it, can you vote uh, online and on different devices? With different devices. So multiple votes yep. can go into that? Okay. Yep. That's great. Anything so. else you want to say about this? Because right now you're in first place and you're in the Final Four for the first time, and that's all awesome. Well, we're, we're, we continue to increase our lead, which is uh, important. And let's not, let's, let's not take anything for granted here. Everything that's working, let's keep doing it, and then let's add to it, and, and hopefully – it's kind of like when you you know you got a ten twelve point lead in the second half you know you don't want to hold the ball let's go let's keep playing and finish yeah. this thing out infinitytimeout.com you can also vote on Twitter using uh, hashtag Coach Dave Rose and hashtag Infinity something I can't remember we'll make sure we tweet it out but if, there are if you've ways. got a family member with uh, a nice following on social media it's time to hit them up well some some families have got six seven devices you know in the car driving <laughs> down here let's get those guys you know? hashtag yeah hashtag timeout the number two vote and hashtag Coach Dave Rose okay make so, it happen so you're down here not just to win the Infinity Coach Challenge but you're here at a tournament so. What what's this week been like? Because uh, you talked about on Tuesday, we've been playing a Thursday Saturday thing since right. December. So you you uh, said you might have a, a scrimmage or something just to get the guys moving a little bit. What'd you do? Yeah, well, well, yesterday we ended practice with a couple four minute scrimmages, and you know you play this game basically nowadays in four minute segments with the the media timeouts. First of all, before we get started, my answer to Sports Nation's question today is that I think the WCC tournament's a little bit more. Uh, yes, okay. yes. And yes. I love college football, yeah. all right? But uh, that's my answer, so you can add that somewhere. Okay, we'll add okay. it. Yeah. Okay, Dave Rose has made his statement. Yeah. Uh, how would you explain the mentality of your, of your team right now? Because it kind of feels like they feel like they, they have an added measure of chipness on their shoulder. They're ready to prove something right now. Well, you know, what I hope we do is I hope, I hope we play connected, okay? I hope we don't each individually try to take this on ourselves as if, you know, but we know what we need to do. Right? We need to win one game right now, and that's the first game, and that's San Diego. And a couple of weeks ago we, we got into a, a real battle with them, and, uh, you know, we, we didn't, weren't able to uh, – to finish the game the way we wanted to. We beat them earlier in the year, but it's a, it's a talented team. They've had their own issues that they're dealing with, but I just want our guys to be connected. We, we, we've played some really good games this year that were just exceptional. Uh, and, and then we played well for most of the year, pretty consistent to win 22 games. Um, but there's a couple games in there that I think that if we could pull that energy and that spirit and that connection together that we have a chance to win this first one and then move on. When you mentioned connection, 
Are you talking, uh, you know, physically, emotionally as well? It's more of a, it's more of a mental connection because our team is built on, you know, so so many things that we do defensively. One guy's got his assignment on the ball, then everybody else has got places to be. And if that, and if we're a step away or two steps away, then it creates a gap that that we don't want to have. And then then the third guy has to help us instead of the first guy up. And so, there's a lot of things that uh, you can tell when when you're really uh, being effective on both ends of the floor if your guys are really concerned with that part of the game or if maybe they're concerned with some individual things. And uh, I really believe this group, um, you know, I, I, I think the, the way you kind of describe it is, you know, you're, you're trying to create your own legacy as a team. And this team, this team's had a good season, and we're, you know, in a position now where we can make this a great season. It's always interesting because you want to live in the moment, but you of all coaches across the country perhaps have to have the broadest spectrum because it feels like you're looking at guys that are going to be playing at BYU in seven years. It feels like, you know, that's, I mean, that's crazy. But how do you live in the moment but not at the same time think, wow, we're young this year and we're getting better and we've won 22 games and, and I feel like the future's a really good deal for us. How, how do you balance all yeah, that? Yeah, well, that, that's an issue for me and for my staff, okay? I, I think that... Uh, we talk about that a lot. What we talk about with this team is right now. Sure. This is the opportunity. And I think that, uh, you know, our guys understand that, um, you know, this we, we, we've played, you know, ever since probably the St. Mary's game at St. Mary's, we realized that, uh, you know, this was going to have to be our avenue, you know, through here to get what we really want to the NCAA tournament. And, um, and we, we have enough confidence in ourselves on how we played St. Mary's, you know, we were had 38 minutes of the game at our place, yeah. you know, and they had a shot to win at the end, didn't go, we ended up getting beaten over time. Our game at Gonzaga, you know, was tied with a minute and a half or two minutes left, and Zach hits a, Zach Norvell hits a huge three, and you know, so we, we, in the back of our minds, you know, we know that we we can accomplish this. Okay, we need to have things go right for us, but. Uh, that's all we want to talk about is our opportunity, how prepared we are. I believe that this team is as prepared as any team as we've had that's come in, come down in this position in a third you know place spot to actually be able to uh, to win this thing. But we're not talking about winning it. We're talking about beating San Diego tomorrow. Yeah, and then you know try to regroup and move on from there. And you know it's it's funny. Everybody always talks about oh well, this you know, that'll be so great to have this game in the semifinals tonight. St. Mary still has to win, and Gonzaga still has to win, and history tells you that, you know, they normally do, but they don't always win. But sometimes they don't. Sometimes they don't. That's, that's what makes it a beautiful thing. And that's the hope. Uh, you played in six Mountain West Conference tournaments. You played in six West Coast Conference tournaments. This will be your seventh. What's the biggest difference between the two, in your opinion, in the same city? Well, I think the, the biggest difference is the neutral court, you know, um, and it doesn't feel that way sometimes. Well, no, you know what I'm saying? but but you know, the bottom line is when you walk into Thomas and Mac, you're you're walking into you know his home court, and they've done a lot to try to change all that. They got a new floor, and they put you know rails around and build you know little <laughs> walls. You've, you've seen the setup; yeah. it's, it's way different than when you know he plays at home. So they've done a you know a pretty good job to try to neutralize that thing, but. Um, I think that this this tournament has been dominated so much by one team that sometimes that can be a little bit unhealthy for everyone. And what needs to happen, and we've talked about this for years, ever since we've been doing this, is that we've got Gonzaga a couple times in the finals, and 
um, I'll always remember Kevin Pangos. You know that, that that kid. He 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 just had his way with us in the finals uh, a couple times. And so uh, to me, that that's important. What's important is to get somebody into the finals, other than St. Mary's and Gonzaga, and then win the thing and kind of break this thing. Kevin Pangos, by the way, teammates with Brandon Davis yeah, in Lithuania, which yeah. is pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Brandon joked, I need BYU to win. Shut him up. <laughs> <laughs> and, he had, and, and he's not joking. <laughs> <laughs> Ed Coach Dave Rose of BYU Basketball with us on BYU Sports Nation. It is the Friday before Saturday's quarterfinal game day. As you prepare your team for a tournament game compared to a regular season game, what differences uh, do you implement as a coaching staff? Probably the biggest difference is that all the film we watch is is right out of the two games that we played. There's, there's so much film that we watch over the years when we're trying to the game before, two games before. Um, but these guys can watch it and see exactly what we do and how it worked against them and what we did and how they exploited us in areas. And it's on, you know, sometimes it's kind of personal because it's on individual guys. And but but that allows you to be way more kind of focused on what's going to happen. The biggest difference in the games are, is probably the, the urgency that everyone feels because this is it. This, you know, uh, what's beautiful about tournament time is that there's so many teams that have played these games in January and February and late February without really a chance of winning the league championship. But now everybody comes back together and, and has a chance to find a way into that bracket. And, you know, so that creates a lot of excitement, a lot of energy, a lot of emotion. And if you've watched the, you know, a couple of the Big Ten tournament games, I mean, it's, it's um, you know, Iowa, who finished way down at the bottom, took Michigan to overtime, you know, yesterday, Madison Square Garden. And Rutgers, a 14 seed, has moved to, you know, into two games and, you know, playing in the quarterfinals, I think, uh, today. So it's uh, it's an exciting time. Ours is a little bit earlier. We're a week earlier than most of the the country, but uh, hopefully, and we, we know, we walk in here on Saturday, there'll be a real feel of uh, excitement and, hey, that's t- it's time to go. Yeah. You you switched hotels. Is that a superstitious thing? <laughs> you stayed in the same place for a long time. Yeah, and we, we got stuck in traffic last year. and it, It's brutal. You know, it, 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 the, the time, of you never really know the time. You have to set your hotel up, you know, months and months in advance, and with it being NASCAR <clears throat> weekend, it's, it's kind of difficult to find the spot, but we got a nice place here. It took what took me about five minutes to get over here in this morning. So more of a traffic thing. And it, it, superstition. It'll take a lot, <clears throat> a lot more time. You know, once everybody wakes up around here. But it was good. I, you know, I, I am a hotel. I, I kind of flip around with hotels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, not a superstition, but uh, I'm excited to be there and hopefully. It, we hit the jackpot here. You just have to start a new rewards program. That's the only issue. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's Weston. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. He's, it's he's, within the brand still. Starwood. Okay, yeah. I mean, Starwood. He's in. He's in. Yeah, you're good. you got to stay within the brand. You're right. <laughs> yeah, I saw you get to the Fairfield. That's uh, that. You're staying yeah. with the brand. Yeah. yeah. We wanted to get out of the building at least once <laughs> a day. You're, you're, staying, you're staying with the brand. Yeah. We're with the brand. Coach, uh, we appreciate you coming over. And let's, look, if you sleep good, you feel good, coach good, Good things happen. No, you got to play good, and then your team you plays play good. good. You got to play good, yeah. and uh, you know, I, I think our guys are ready. And, and I do, I do know that uh, it's a group that has worked extremely hard. They've had good practices, and they want this really bad. And hopefully, it uh, you know, we can facilitate, uh, facilitate a way to to make this happen for them.
All right, great stuff, Coach. Let's give you some BYU Sports Nation karma. And, and remind Go. people to vote on the Infinity Coaches Challenge. Yes. Go to infinitytimeout.com. You can use hashtag Coach Rose and hashtag timeout, the number two vote. Hashtag Coach Dave Rose. He's hashtag- in first place. Let's go. This can get money for cancer research. Let's figure this out, so keep voting. The Simmons Center is legit, and BYU is doing a fantastic job We're involved with them, with and we, lo- we love it. Yes. We love it. Keep this going. Let's, let's get the six-figure edition. Yep, that'll be awesome. It's, it's really for the students. These students, you know, they, they have these uh, fellowships, kind of like scholarships, to be able to dedicate, dedicate their time straight to research and uh, not have to have a job and just go after it. So uh, hopefully we can help them out a little bit. All right, Coach. Best of luck tomorrow. We'll see you soon. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me on. Okay. Coming up, Steve Cleveland on the Cougars and Toreros tomorrow. What are the keys he thinks that BYU needs to have tomorrow? And we take a closer look at today's headlines. It's game day, and we need to follow up with what BYU men's volleyball did last night, Oh, they did it again last night. The comeback, and then baseball. War Eagle today. The Cardiac Cats. What's going on, man? Listen, Monday through Friday is not enough for BYU Sports Nation. We will be live tomorrow as well at noon Eastern time on BYU TV and BYU Radio, live from the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas here at the West Coast Conference Basketball Championships on a game day tomorrow. Teamed up with the one and only Jerem Jordan. I am Spencer Linton. We are in Radio Vision live on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV. We're on demand anytime, anywhere. I'm so glad you did the Cam Newton celebration with your sports sweatshirt on. Let's go, sports. That's the perfect shirt for that. We like sports, and we don't care who knows. Oh, another nice play. Yeah. Send that link out, won't you, on your... I'm uh, definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to do that. All right, time for the headlines. Dramatics for BYU Volleyball in there. Thank you. BYU football holding its first spring practice of the season. I feel like Dwight from the office. On Monday, spring practices will conclude with a open-to-the-public scrimmage on Saturday, April 7th. Former BYU linebacker Fred Warner is at the NFL Combine in Indianapolis today. He'll participate in the measurables. He'll be weighed and measured tomorrow through Sunday. We'll have the bench press. The cattle call. As Brian Keel called it once. Yeah. So good luck to Fred Warner. This is a uh, this is a big couple of days for him to get paid. Jerem Jordan, did you see fifth-ranked BYU volleyball beat eighth-ranked Pepperdine in five sets after trailing two sets Stop to none? Going down two to nothing. Second consecutive Cougs. match. Won that in a sec. Gabby Garcia Fernandez led the way for the Cougars with 18 kills. Just win. They're undefeated in Federation play. We'll have more on that in just a minute. Three-seed BYU women's basketball lost to six-seed San Diego last night, 61-56, in the quarterfinals of the West Coast Conference Tournament. After the game, an emotional Jeff Judkins reflected on coaching the team this year. This team, this team is special. We didn't win a lot of games, and we didn't win a championship, but this team competed, and this team wanted to win, and uh, um, it was a lot of fun to coach this year. Hard to watch that. Jeff Judkins has done an amazing job as the BYU women's basketball coach. Two sweet 16s, consistently winning, winning the league championship, winning yeah. his coach at BYU. He's, yeah, it does, the, this, this the doesn't happen of, often. The story of Jeff getting to BYU is a good one, too. We'll talk to Steve Cleveland about that, who was yeah. influential in that, coming up in the next segment. But it's tough because this BYU team, I don't see them making the WNIT. I really hope that I'm wrong on that, but 
that is there might an have been additional? The There's a WIT. Yeah, postseason. I mean, maybe. Not a lot of glory in that. Um, you might even lose money being in that. I don't know. So, yeah, we'll see. But so if, a bummer finish for BYU women's hoops, and they had a talented team. Yeah. They were competing for the T seed and two seed and so on. Uh, a reminder, the BYU men's team will also face San Diego tomorrow. First matchup of the tournament. The game will be shown live on BYU TV at 4 p.m. Eastern. That is a 1 p.m. Pacific tip for BYU and San Diego on the men's side. All right, Jerem, now let's get to it. I know you're excited as the voice of BYU men's volleyball. For the second match in a row, fifth-ranked BYU men's volleyball drops the first two sets in federation play to go on and win the next three at home and take the match. Is this a good win for men's volleyball if it doesn't go? Is it a good win, period, if it doesn't go to five sets? Winning is good, period. It doesn't matter how you do it. But you just risk losing more often if you're going to go down 2 nothing. Now, beating Pepperdine different than uh, beating Stanford at home, okay? Pepperdine's a good team. In fact, they're top three in the league. This was a nice win. And now BYU has UCLA on Saturday. The rival. In men's volleyball, the rival is UCLA. It's a huge match for the Cougars. UCLA ranked third, BYU fifth. The Cougars are undefeated, 6-0 in MPSF play, seven-game win streak. If BYU wins Saturday, they are in the driver's seat to win the regular season title, and that would mean a bye and hosting the semis and final in Provo where BYU is tough to beat in postseason play. For whatever reason, I feel like teams that go through adversity – Meaning, like, they have tough matches and go down and find a way to win. Yeah. There's, the some, that, there's something about that. The ones that find a way to win, yeah. There's something about the ones that. ones that just lose, they stink. You know, you can sweep everyone, but then you play a tough team and you don't play well and you lose in four sets. Like, if you can win a five-set match yeah. and do it two times in a row, there's something there. There's something you there's need to men- figure out in the first two sets, Well, there's too. a mental edge. <laughs> there's a mental edge. Okay, speaking of mental edge, BYU Baseball will need one. They're on the road for a three-game series against undefeated... 9-0, 18th-ranked Auburn. Would you con- what would you consider a successful series against Auburn? A successful series is equal to winning the series. So take two of three. That's a tall order. I know. They're undefeated, speaking of Auburn. And they're a top-20 baseball team. And their BYU is going to face three pitchers that all throw over 95. 98, 97, 95 Woo! slated for the Auburn Tigers. Or Eagle. The challenge will be huge. Win one good win two now that is a success a by definition yeah. win the series hey man win two if you, if you if you get one great don't get swept but win one go after two baby yeah Let's i won't go. feel bad if byu wins one of the three i'll feel great if they win the series coming up gymnastics on the road trying to get it done away. another friday night of 196 They've been a different team away from home, so a challenge. And our coach, everyone's coach, Steve Cleveland, joins us. What is the secret to beat San Diego tomorrow? BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. It is another loaded day of games here at the West Coast Conference Championships, a four-game day on BYU TV, two quarterfinals on the women's side, two on the men's side. It starts at 3 Eastern time on BYU TV. Gonzaga, Pepperdine, St. Mary's Pacific will get it going at the quarterfinals. Go. Then the men, 7 through 10 seeds, elimination play-in game. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from the Studio Orleans in Las Vegas, Nevada. Studio O? Your day-to-day BYU sports play-by-play. Yeah, we can short it down to Studio O. The Studio O. Studio O. 
What? Yeah, it didn't work. You're right. <laughs> Watch our daily rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV at 6 p.m. Eastern. That's typical, but because it is a four-game day on BYU TV, there will be There's no, no rebroadcast. rebroadcast. Ain't nobody tonight. got time for that. We got, we got tournament live, play. Live basketball. Go. Question of the day on social media. Are you more excited for BYU basketball in the West Coast Conference Tournament or are you a football junkie and you just can't stop thinking about the fact that spring football opens on Monday? Dave Rose voted in that verbally. What do you think he voted for? Well, he said, I'm a huge college football fan, but it's about basketball because we're here. Yeah, that's my vote, too. Let's live in the moment right now. We'll get to football on Monday. At Cosmo the Cougar. I'm excited about football, yes, but I'm also excited that I'm going to start a countdown a countdown in triple digits. Nah. As the great Garth <laughs> Algar once said, he does this every Friday. Live in the now. Hashtag party time. Hashtag excellent in Vegas, though. Yeah. All right. In, in reference to the Bo Hodge picture that we sent out, he's all oiled up. He's <laughs> looking big. At JNails21. Is that Taysom? Yeah. He looks like Exactly. Taysom. Which was my thought. Like It's, it's, it's an incredible photo. trying to one-up Taysom Hill. You know who looked like Taysom at UC Irvine in the uh, 70s? Nobody. But our next guest. Oh, I thought you were going to go there. But our next guest also went to UC Irvine. His name's Steve Cleveland. No, he had. We looked yeah, at this the, last night. We looked mustache? at the pictures last night, Coach, and I said the same thing I said the first time. That is some amazing flow. That was amazing <laughs> hair you had. Wow. Holy oh. cow. And the mustache. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah, Jerem's looking for uh, different can't pictures. Find on, qu- I can't find screen. it quick. Oh, I have it saved on my screen. So I'll, I'll it's s- your screensaver? No, nice. I'm just saying on my oh. uh, desktop. I'll, I'll send it over to you. I'll send it over <laughs> to you. Coach, great to have you back in Las Vegas. Um, yeah. Yes, it's a big day, busy day for you today, uh, especially with the men opening up in those playing games, the 7 to 10 seeds. But the emphasis, because we just talked to Dave uh, Rose, is – the BYU-San Diego matchup tomorrow. And we watched the Toreros kind of just take it to BYU, especially late in that game in San Diego. What's the secret to success for the Cougars in tournament play against a team that's been a tough matchup for them? You know, I, I think at home, when they played them at home, they found a formula where they got separation and controlled that game. I, I like the idea that they change defenses in this game. Uh, you know, First of all, Isaiah Wright, outstanding point guard. You've got uh, Owen Carter, great shooter. Uh, you've, you've got Williams. I mean, they've got really good guards. Pinero uh, good... is is probably one, maybe maybe the best four man in the league, and he's really confident right now the way he's playing. But the thing that that BYU did so well last time was they zoned him, and by zoning him, all of that off the dribble, off the ball penetration, kick out, score at the rim, one away. And they went six, seven, eight possessions without scoring. So I'm not suggesting they start that way because I think they can control the tempo of this game guarding them. But if they get in trouble, that's what I'd go to. That would be my go-to to try to get control of this game and get separation. And you do it two or three times in the first half, use it in the second half, and then get six, seven minutes to go, and all of a sudden they're down 7-8, you stay in it. And it's not a primary defense for BYU, but I think it's a defense that could help them win. Did you mention it to Dave when <laughs> no. he was going out? And- <laughs> Actually, you know, the funny thing is I, I had a conversation uh, with Coach Schroeder the other day, and he had called me, and we just caught up on a, f- a few different things. And I, I was able to share some things. I'm not sure he was listening. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> we, we talked about St. Mary's, and we've had that conversation, how, how, we gotta, how they got to go about that next time. But we did talk about, I said, you know, you had a lot of success with uh, that zone off and on. And so we'll see. I mean, it's, it's a different, as Coach was saying, I listened to him. I mean, 
all things start over here. It's a new life for everybody. And yes, you have memories of games you've had and you've watched the film and you broke it down. But it's going to be the group that you talked about being in the moment that can be relaxed and calm and, and not get too excited and just play hard and execute and big, big, hit big shots. That even happened in the women's game last night. We, we saw that where players at the end of the game just made big shots in the moment and they weren't nervous. And I think that's the key thing. I, I agree what you said that early on in that interview was there's an edge. There's a little edge. I think they feel like, you know, they've won 22 games, which is probably in the top 25% of the whole country, and it's never, it's never good enough right now. And I, I think the players sense that and feel that, and I think that they do have something to yeah, prove here. They're not a little bit they're angry just, coming to yeah. Las Vegas. Feeling undervalued is not a good feeling, yeah, right? And, and, and maybe they should be valued appropriately. And, and beating San Diego would be a proper value. Oh, no, it would be a great value. And, and them having an opportunity to, to play St. Mary's a game. I mean, you want to play I just want a shot. That's the thing I want the most. Yeah. Another opportunity against the game. It's Gators. happening. Turn to the camera when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! He, he does this St. Mary's face. Okay. The emotion from St. St. Mary's is just too strong. Well, we can't get down the road there. San Diego. And, Not and, and on when the we, team, ha- Steve, we yeah, can do this. We, it's you, a talk show. You can talk show. <laughs> there's, there's still a lot of coaches. I know. You're very that, coach. That is yeah. very superstitious to start talking about somebody. <laughs> oh, whoa, guys. Whoa. We haven't got there yet. But let, let's face it. There are some really, really difficult circumstances surrounding that San Diego program. Oh, no question. And how much does that yeah. affect that team? Well, it does. It does. These are still 18 to 22-year-old young men that, uh, and we've talked about this. We did their game, and they, he, Lamont Smith was a player's coach. I mean, they, they, you watched him when they came off the floor and how they played and they interacted. He had a really, really strong bond and relationship with his team. And it's guys that have been with him for a while. I mean, he's building this program. Third year, all of a sudden you can see the program. And then to have this happen and, and, and it's just a tragedy what took place. And all of a sudden you got to kind of regroup. Okay, let's breathe here. We got to have an assistant step in. So there are some challenges that San Diego has to face. It'll, you'll notice it real quickly in the, in the first part of this game. They'll come out with a great deal of energy, but you'll, if they get behind, there may not be that continuity. There may not be that leadership that they had at the bench before. Even though I'm sure that all the assistants there are great coaches, it's still not the same voice. And, and Lamont had a really, really strong relationship with that team. And yeah. so it, it's got to have some kind of an effect. And it may, it may bring them together. It may bring a bond that they're just committed that, hey, we can do this. this we're together in this. This is our team. And, you know, you, you just don't know right now how it's going to play out, but it can't be ignored that there is a serious cloud hanging over the top of this program. Yeah, and it could pull them apart, too. Who knows? Yeah. Um, you, you won uh, a tournament in 2001, and that is BYU's last uh, tournament championship. Did you ever face this kind of situation? where you had two ranked teams in front of you that you had to go through to win a, a, a tournament? This feels like a daunting task you know, quite a bit. Because the circumstances where Coach Rose is established and they, you know, they have a foundation and just 12 years of amazing success, you know, we were rebuilding. And, but Utah, about as good as they got during the beginning years of, of our tenure at BYU. Gonzaga so, last year, the we, national runner Exactly. So we always had Utah to get through. But there was New Mexico. There was a variety of teams. Vegas at that time had really, you know, this, our third year, we went to the finals and beat Utah in the semis, and it was just an amazing win. Then we get blown out by Vegas, maybe celebrating or maybe, you know, we just gave everything we had in the semis. I still have nightmares about Casper's campaign. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they just drilled us. But I'll tell you what, that prepared us for the next year. 
and, uh, and, and getting into that position where we barely beat Air Force in the opener, but to eventually beat New Mexico and win that tournament. That was a culmination of a lot of blood, sweat, and tears and effort to get to that point. And those young men were ecstatic. So this same thing can happen tonight with this group. Uh, you've mentioned it earlier. There's not that big. Two minutes to go at St. Mary's, the score's tied. Saint, I mean, oh, excuse okay. me, at, at Gonzaga, yeah, at yeah. Gonzaga, and, and, and St. Mary's, same thing. They got a shot to beat him. So it's not like it's here and here anymore, all right? It, it's, I don't know I'm saying Gonzaga is not playing really well, and they are a notch above everybody right now, but they've gotten better as the year has gone on. But BYU's proved that they can play and compete with those teams as well as San Diego and everybody else that they will play. So it's not like this is an impossible task and you got to play a perfect game. You don't have to play a perfect game to beat San Diego, St. Mary's, or Gonzaga. Though, to play and beat Gonzaga, you, you're going to have to play about as good as you've played this year, especially when it's the third game in a row. Coach Steve Cleveland with us on BYU Sports Nation. Uh, Coach, just uh, we have a few more seconds, but I know that you felt passionate about uh, Jeff Judkins and the impact yeah. that he's had on BYU women's basketball, and we watched his emotional soundbite, and you said, Man, I've, I've had a long history with him and, and a cool story about how uh, he got involved with BYU. You know, probably most people don't know. Jetty was a great player at Utah. He was a, uh, the, the recruiting coordinator. And you know that during Coach Majerus's time, there were a lot of LDS kids in that program that helped build that program. He's revered by the people in Salt Lake and Utah because of who he was as a player and a student athlete. Um, you know, during the course of his tenure, I think he felt like he needed to make a change and needed a new environment. I did not know Juddy that well. He called me late one night, and we had met, obviously, and said that uh, he would love to come work for me, and which caught me out, you know, a little bit by surprise. And anyway, over a period of time, um, we made that happen. And it helped us as a program, and I think it helped him. And uh, a few years later, we, you know, we kind of all worked towards helping him get that job. And I remember he, he came in and asked me, he said, you know, do you think that taking a women's job will prohibit me from being a head coach for the men someday? You know, and I said, you know, I don't know. I said, but that's something you're just going to personally have to decide. And, and but you, whatever you do, you got to be committed to it. 17 years later, eight NC2A tournaments, two Sweet 16s, seven players of the year. Uh, he's a perfect fit for that program and just been amazing. But, yeah, it was. And he helped me a great deal. Yeah. You know, he came from a program that was in a national championship game. He, he helped us with preparation and getting to another level in terms of some of the preparation. So uh, I'm always pulling for Juddy. And uh, he's uh, I, I know it was hurting last night. He's close to those seniors. And it's an emotional thing, whether you're doing a post game or just in that locker room with a group of people that you've been with for four years or five years. And so it's not, you know, it's just not, hey, we're playing the game. I mean, these are like your children. These are like your family. And, and Jetty's always made these young women feel that way. Coach, great stuff. I know right. you're dialed in for a big day of basketball. Yeah. We look forward to it, my friend. Thanks. Appreciate it. Okay. Coming up, a loaded weekend of BYU Sports and the Cougar Whip Run. BYU's all over the country. It's time that we hear more from the voice of the nation. Your responses to today's Twitter question, which are you more excited about? Football or basketball? Spring football around the corner, Jerem. Or baseball. Or volleyball. Let's go. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by DexterLaw.com for help when you need it most. Muchas gracias to today's guest. Who's a head coach of basketball type of day? Dave Rose of BYU, the current head coach. The former head coach, Steve Cleveland. Fantastic stuff as... 
We look ahead to BYU and San Diego on the men's side, part of quarterfinal Saturday, but not before four games today. If you missed any of the show, download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. Tomorrow we have a show. We're going to do a Saturday show. We'll talk to West Coast Conference Associate Commissioner Jeff Toriel. Let's whip it. Whoops. Men's basketball, the Cougars will face the Trails tomorrow in the quarterfinals, 4 Eastern on BYU TV. Three-seed BYU women's basketball lost to six-seed San Diego 61-56 in yesterday's quarterfinals. Brenna Chase and Malia Nawahine both scored 16 points in the five-point loss. Football. Football. There it is. The team holds its first spring practice of the season Monday. Spring practices will conclude with a public scrimmage on Saturday, April 7th. Volleyball. Fifth-ranked BYU men's volleyball defeated eighth-ranked Pepperdine in five sets. Yeah, baby. After falling behind two sets to none, second game in a row, that's happened. Cougars that's a West Coast away. Conference win in volleyball, too. Gabby Garcia-Fernandez led the way with 18 kills for the Cougars. Now BYU hosts third-ranked UCLA. Tomorrow, 9 Eastern, you can stream that on the W.TV. Gymnastics. The Jimmerettes. Yes. Good one, right? Mitch Harper, thanks. Yes. Ranked 24th, competing Logan against Utah State tonight, 9 Eastern, in the annual Breast Cancer Awareness Meet. Baseball. The Batcats take on undefeated and 18th-ranked Auburn for the first-ever matchup tonight at 6 Eastern on ESPN3 and BYU Radio. This is the first of a three-game series. Softball. Cougars play Portland State and 11th-ranked Alabama today. We want Bama. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help. And you the most, DexterLaw.com. Who gets it? It was to Jeff Judkins and the women's basketball team. I know they lost yesterday, but uh, this team's worked hard. Unfortunately, they bowed out in the opening. Our elite tweet of the day. It's about the Bo Hodge photo from at Nickley51. That has to be him photoshopped into Taysom's body. Or maybe Wolverine's. <laughs> maybe. Conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter. Use hashtag BYUSN. We're on demand. BYUSN. Audio podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and the TuneIn app. For Jerem, I am Spencer. Shout out to Tom Young and Jimmy Balderson. BYU Sports Nation back at it tomorrow at noon Eastern on a Saturday.